This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Adam and Eve. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you will never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Now, Angela, I'm already planning my Valentine's Day. I'm picking out my outfit, picking out my toys. Are you doing the same? I am. And I recently had this epiphany that like the gift that you give on like Valentine's Day or your anniversary, whatever, like should be like representative of what the year ahead will hold, which is why I really like the idea of getting like a vibrator. Yes. You know, I've never been given like a sexy gift for Valentine's Day and I would like that to change. So take note. Okay. Take note, my boo. Uh, through Valentine's Day, you will receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamneve.com and you'll find thousands of adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And of course, there's more because Adam and Eve always hooks it up. With every order, you'll receive their romance kit for free. The romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, wink, wink, massager, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy plus a free adult dvd to put you in the mood great valentine's day gift and that's not all oh no they'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order so check out adamandeve.com today for this special valentine's day order get 50 percent off one item a free romance kit and free shipping when you enter the offer code single at checkout that's single s-i-n-g-l-e that's single at adamandeve.com We would also like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a new kind of vitamin company making healthy living easier with vitamin packs personally tailored to your exact needs. And I love them because I care about being healthy and I have tried to subscriptionize my life so that I never have to leave my house. It's fantastic. Yes, I agree. Leaving your house, not, I'm sorry, not leaving your house is the best thing in the world. It's also just so annoying because when you go to like the drugstore, like different vitamins come in like different amounts. So then like I run out of this bottle, but I still have some left in this bottle and I've got like five left here. And like before I know it, it's just like a big hot mess, but I just have my daily pack. I know I'm getting everything that I need because I've like filled out their online quiz, which is a lot of fun to do. And you know, I like it because I travel a lot and I can modify or and customize my subscription at any time. And also, you know, I'm trying to eat mostly plant-based and they've got vegan and vegetarian supplement options. So they're amazing. Yeah. And if you're like me, I've been dragging my feet really about taking care of myself for years. People have been telling me like, oh, like take probiotics and you'll feel better. And I'm like, no, I'll just keep feeling crappy. And now I finally take probiotics because it's easy to get them through care of and I feel a whole lot better. Yeah, they're great. Um, so vitamins can fill the important gaps in your, that your body is missing from your diet or give you an extra boost where you need it. Care of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices and uses the answers that you give to create personalized vitamin packs just for you in minutes. Your subscription box includes a month's supply of individually wrapped packets with your personal daily mix of vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. Yes. And guys, for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter our promo code single. That's takecareof.com and enter our promo code single. Now Now let's let's start the show. This is why you're single. 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 
welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is When to DTR, aka Define define the the relationship. Yes. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. There's now a DIY dildo kit. We're going to tell you all about that. And also how Instagram is being used as a dating platform. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She is a stand-up comic and actress. You might have seen her on Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. She has toured all over the world doing stand-up and shared the stage with comedians like Jeff Ross, Judd Apatow, Heather McDonald, and Nick Kroll. She hosts the podcast Be Here for a While, where she interviews her favorite comedians. Please welcome Rachel O'Brien. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome to the podcast. We've actually met before. We did at your party for the book launch, right? Yeah, we met at our book launch party, which was like two two years ago exactly. Yes, but we... But it was much less cold then. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it wasn't that bad that night. I think we were just high on on happiness, endorphins. No, I think it was like the weather was actually much better. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I walked the tundra to get here. Like it was, yeah. it's so cold. It is so cold. It's like, yeah, 10 degrees plus wind chill. It's no good. It's chilly. Um, so you're mainly a stand-up comedian and actress. How the heck did you end up on a Bravo reality show? Um, well, I've known uh, most of the, well, a lot of those people since like the first day I lived in LA pretty much. Not the first day, but first year I lived in LA. I was like Kristen's first friend in LA. And then me and Kristen, um, we, we met on a modeling job and then we met Jack's on another modeling job that Jack's and I started dating. I know. And uh, <laughs> we've had yeah. Stassi on the show. I know. Because so. that's who I went Awkward. to the party with. Yeah. Yeah. So she's guys, like my best you friend. You guys are all your buddies now. Yeah. yeah we, every, Just you know, for those who don't, that don't know, they have all dated Jack's, right? Is this right? Well, not like everyone, <laughs> but like, let's go with like, if we're going to do a percentage, maybe like 80%. <laughs> I'm, mine was like 10 years ago though. So it's, I consider it's like bankruptcy. It just cancels out. Like, I don't believe it even happened. I, I don't remember kinda, what it was like to date him. It's kind of like if you get like a misdemeanor, you can get it expunged. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's exactly what it was. It was a misdemeanor on my, I, <laughs> I, I committed a crime by being that dumb. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so we all just, yeah, that's basically how we all know each other. So you all know each other, and then they said, do you want to be on the show with us? Um, well, it was like three seasons in, and Kristen needed friends that season, because uh, she slept with Jax. Uh, <laughs> alienated her, Stassi, like a lot of the group. And so uh, I so I was not connected to the show at all before that, because I hadn't seen hanging out with them in years. I never worked at the restaurant or anything. But I happened to have a mutual friend that was friends with one of the producers. And we were all just out one night hanging out, just having fun. And um, I got drunk and I sang like a bird. And I was just telling her all these stories. And then I got a call like a week later asking me to do the show. And I was like, I don't think so. And then I was like, all right, I'll come in for an interview. Went in for an interview. And then they were like, okay, you have to work at the restaurant to be on the show. And I was like, I'm not going to say I work at a restaurant when I don't. That seems to sort of defeat the purpose of trying to be a comedian. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it was like, I also, you were didn't, like, I, I didn't have, have a restaurant job. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. like, I have a career. I don't have a restaurant job. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with it. There's like, no right. with not it. That yeah. a lot of comedians don't wait tables, but yeah. if you don't have to, then definitely well, don't. Well, I was like, in a, I was like a comedian, but I like, I'm, I managed the apartment building I lived in. So like, that was my, I got free rent, but I was making money in comedy. So I wasn't going right. to be like, go on TV and be like, Hey, <laughs> I don't actually do comedy basically. Yeah. So then they were like, okay, well you can't be on the show if you don't work at the restaurant. And I was like, no problem. Uh, but then they ended up calling me again and being like, fine, Chris really needs friends. We'll introduce you as your first scene doing stand-up comedy. 
And I was like, in that case, yes, I am in. Yes. <laughs> I'm in and I will do it for free. <laughs> amazing exposure. Yeah. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. Because we, we watched a clip where they say, uh, they say Rachel's the comedian. So right. it's good yeah. that that's how you're presented. Yeah. I guess this is a good testament to just stand your ground and don't, don't do something yeah. if you don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I regretted it at certain points where I was like, like people in the comedy community would like the first year I did it, they would kind of, they would like kind of make fun of me because com- comedy is so old school, but I'd, I was already a comic for like five years before, but they'd be like, that's going to be ruin your career. Like no one's going to take you seriously. And I was like, okay, okay, just shush. I think I'm doing it in the way that I'm supposed to. But then there were some like downfalls where I got nervous about it. But now, you know, four seasons in, three or four, se- four seasons in, wait, three, I don't know, three or four seasons in, <laughs> I, um, I like gained a following from it. They, they said I was a comedian, a bunch on there. Granted, sometimes Ariana made fun of me for being a comedian, like whatever. So it was like sometimes not good press, but it really worked out in the end. And yeah, that's great. Yeah. Plus, like, don't you think a lot of those comedians that were like giving you shit, like if they were offered to be on a reality show as if they would have turned it down well, and specifically as a comedian, like, right. I don't know that. I mean, I think some would have, but it's like. I think and now I think they're kind of like, oh, I guess it did work out for her. like, you know, <laughs> whoops. And I, yeah. I guess I think like nowadays the way people get exposure is through so many different mediums. Yeah, right. Like it's not how it was back in the day where like you're only going to gain a cult following by like just performing every single night at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. You know, like right. you yeah. kind of need to be a little in- yeah, I mean, inventive nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want I, I do perform as much as possible. I wish I was performing every every single night of the week. It's kind of crazy, though. The comedy world's weird where there are still some people that are old school, though, and they're like, I'm not putting her on a show because she was on a reality show. I'm like, OK, cool, really? except that really defeats the purpose because I'll sell tickets. And also, I'm a comedian <laughs> like it's where. Yeah, it's, a, it's what you did before. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm guessing all those comedians are like old men. Fucking boys club, boys club of comedy. Yeah, it's 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 old men, young men, bitter men. Men, com- men is, is my point. <laughs> comedy is a rough thing. I mean, there's probably some women that are being bitter about it too. But comedy is a very interesting group of people. They're great, but. Yeah, we got we got a little shit, I feel like, at the beginning for doing comedy about dating because mm-hmm, we had definitely. like a sketch comedy show about dating and like, yeah, it wasn't like gritty, like murder fist, but like, <laughs> yeah, uh, there was no fake blood or poop or anything. Well, there was fake well, blood. There was actually, we killed a cat. <laughs> we did we kill the cat. cat in a show. Not Are a real, not a real like, cat. No, like a I was fake. like, you know, they say serial killers abuse animals. <laughs> no, no like, the first time. like a fake cat. But like, yeah, our show got like. A show was actually a lot more grittier than the title. So suggests. what? Like other comedians right. would be like, "Oh, this is stupid." I think we just had trouble like getting into festivals for a bit because they were because yeah. they were like, "Oh, it's like just a." F- they don't know. Like they go off the title, and it's like, "Oh, it's like a froofy show about about dating." And it's like, no, the title's like tongue in cheek. Uh-huh. As anybody right. that like at this point listens to the podcast knows, it doesn't. This mm-hmm. podcast doesn't actually tell I you like the title. <laughs> why why you're saying yeah? I mean, and it served as well. And then and then you know, for all those people that were kind of like, "Oh, okay, it's about it's just about dating." Like then, then they asked us to be. They asked to come on our podcast. Yeah, you right. know, is exactly. like, so funny? And like show up at our book party. So yeah, <laughs> they came for the free meals and the exposure on your podcast. Yeah. So, right. but, but you know, we don't hold grudges. No, all not long. at all. Not always. <laughs> yeah, we're all like we're so not better. <laughs> um, well, speaking of comedy about dating in your stand-up act, mm-hmm. you talk about the type of guy that you're attracted to, mm-hmm. which is unemployed. Well, that was that was an old joke. Okay. Uh, you know, 
the guy I'm dating is employed now. Oh, congrats. There was a guy for a while that was unemployed. I may have exaggerated a little bit. I've run the gamut on people I've dated, though. There's, you know, there's, uh, there's, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was like, my college boyfriend was a football player. Then there was Jax. And then the boyfriend after Jax was uh, paralyzed. Nothing wrong with that. I loved him. He was very handsome. He just sat more than other people. Uh, we, dated, we dated for two years. Probably would have married him, but his mom was an asshole. And then I dated someone unemployed-ish. And now I'm dating someone older. It's just all across the board. All it's different strokes. Yeah, that's um, how you find out your type. Tell yeah. us about dating the your paralyzed boyfriend. What was that like? How did you meet him? So uh, I met him because we had a mutual friend. Um, we're, we're both from Oregon, mm-hmm. and Robbie was getting this. Uh, Robbie's the was my paralyzed boyfriend. Was getting this surgery that was supposed to cure him from the Christopher Reeve Foundation. The mutual friend called was me. It was like, like a stem cell. No, it was. Um, it was a. Uh, uh, epidural stimulation they put they put uh electrodes on his spine and then they like inserted like a battery pack under his skin so it would like charge basically what it would do is it would turn on and it would amplify the signal to the brain essentially also healing the spinal cord so it was just kind of acting as like just an amplified spinal cord so all it was was electric current going up right. and it actually was incredible he but when i met him he had been paralyzed for maybe four years so hadn't stood up walked in four years after they gave him the surgery and he healed from the surgery, the first time they turned it on, he stood up for the first time in four years. Wow. I mean, it's an incredible story. Were you there for that? So Yes, oh because the mutual friend wanted to do a documentary on it. And he was like, you're the only person I know in L.A. And so we went out there and filmed a documentary. And then I fell in love with him. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I would have married him, but his mom was an asshole. So <laughs> that happens. Families matter. They man. matter so much. They really do. You are. You're, you're not just marrying the person. You're marrying their family. Also, yeah. we get a lot of questions from listeners that are curious about how to deal with uh, a crazy family. Mom. Yeah. What's what's some advice on that? I mean, you t- well, because I'm about I ready to go meet the current <laughs> boyfriend's family tomorrow. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. How did you deal with it up until the point where you couldn't oh, deal sorry. with it? But the, oh, the, the mom. Um. It didn't, it was just, I didn't, I couldn't quite tell that she was as evil as she was. And and she's actually nice. She, I ran into her years later and she apologized to me. She must've had a lot of trauma from her son being, you know, uh, I dealt with it with like a humor, but I don't think that's the best thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Since some of the things I said were not, not great. Did you, did you talk about her in your standup act? (laughs) No, but she would, she would say really mean, like condescending things to me when I would like dress what, what she thought was classy, like like she dressed in like all Ann Taylor I would dress like that and she'd be like oh my god see look how nice you look when you actually like dress classy oh, like this and I went god. all right Jean I don't always have to dress like a hoe bag like I would just say something <laughs> yeah, 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 just like yeah. shut up lady <laughs> yeah I guess the Ann Taylor lady wasn't yeah. into, so perhaps into that wasn't the best way to <laughs> all right <laughs> that's amazing uh well what have you heard about your new your new boyfriend's family I know his dad sounds awesome. He's just like one of those cool older men that just like say funny stuff. And his mom seems really sweet and they like to cook. They're still married. That's fantastic. And yeah. They live yeah. in Greenville. They're from New York. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. They seem, I like that they're still married and stuff because my parents are still married. So you're going to their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're flying from here to Greenville. I mean, my only advice, I always say like, you can't go wrong with bringing something. Like, I was going to say, I, don't go empty-handed. I <laughs> cannot show up at somebody's house or a party without something. And it could be like $12 bodega flowers or like buy some like cute cookies at a bodega near here. Like it doesn't, you don't even have to like cook them yourself. If you do cook them, that's obviously a I'm bonus. I'm like so grateful you're reminding me of this. I had been planning and I, I you just, you I'm have leaving to show tomorrow up with and something. I literally forgot no. that I was. 
Shit. There is a bodega That's around the corner. I knew this is why I came to Brooklyn. <laughs> when we finish this podcast, you can walk like half a block. Uh-huh. They have like really cutely decorated cookies. And um, will cookies still be good by tomorrow? Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. I yeah. Bring them on the plane. Okay. Just bring yeah. them in your carry They're not on. like, they're not like the cookie. They're like, they're like already packaged cookie. You know, those okay. always last. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh you got God. a good 48 hours. You're an this. angel. Yeah. <laughs> I'd literally been planning they'll like, love- oh, I got to get them something for like two weeks yeah. and then just forgot until now. No, they'll, they'll love you. People love gifts. Right. And yeah. then even Everyone if they're from gifts. like the bodega, you can be like, these are like artisan Brooklyn cookies. Okay. Good. Unique yeah. to New York. I like exactly. that. <laughs> I'll spin a whole story. Yeah. Um, You'll be great. great. That'll be perfect. Good luck. So (laughs) this week's episode is all about defining the relationship. You told us that you you recently started dating your guy, but that it took kind of a while to decide on him. Yeah. So I love this because you kind of, it sounds to me that you followed the advice that we give a lot on this podcast, which is like not to put your eggs all in one basket. We did a whole episode on like falling too fast. So how did you finally decide on him? And were there other guys you were deciding between at the time? Mm -hmm. Well, so in my past, I basically would... I liked someone and then we would date. I almost, I practically lived with every boyfriend I ever had. Like it was just, it was, it was way, way too fast, but it wasn't even like, I was like, Oh my God, I want to get married. It was just like, I was like, well, they like me. So, and I like me. So like, we have something in common. And so I, I would just jump in way too quickly. And, uh, so I was like this time, cause I, the boyfriend I just had who, who was actually lovely. He was only unemployed for like six months. Um, <laughs> and he was, yeah, he was very sweet. Uh, we broke it. We dated for like four years and, um, I was like, I'm the next guy I date or me. I'm going to do this differently. I'm not going to do it the same way. So, you know, I, that was already in my head, but also the guy I met, he didn't fit into the box of what I, I had. A, I would also had a plan of like, I've also never dated anyone like, cool or like with a jazzy job or like rich or something or you know they've always just been like really normal so I was like I'm gonna date someone the next guy I'm gonna date's gonna be and I did, and I did pretty well for myself I went on a lot of dates with some actors some country singers some athletes I mean there was Ooh. there I ran the gamut you know you yeah. can do that in LA um none of them liked me but that's, <laughs> that's besides the point um but that's not I'm, I'm sure that's not true yeah right. no it was yeah I, it was just might, they were just. It, did you meet them on it, Raya? There was, it wasn't Raya, like chemistry. Yeah, oh, on Raya. Yeah, you it did meet them on Raya. Yeah, some of, of course. Them. Yeah, Raya's <laughs> where you meet all the famous peeps. But I know, but it's also you. You run in circles in LA where you know yeah. these. So half was probably I met on Raya, half just normally. Um, my my only claim to fame of like the biggest famous person I met was like a Survivor contestant runner up slash he was in a Gillette commercial. Ooh, but, but like at the time, that, I hey, was, that commercial money is pretty good. I was like 21 and like, I just remember like Googling him and like watching that commercial and being like, holy shit, I made out with that. Like, oh God, like it was with so that Gillette like, model. With that Gillette model. Like, cause he just looked so hot in the commercial. It's so funny. I felt like, I mean, I was like, I was like the douchey guy that was like checking someone off my list. But like, I, I now, did you drop that in conversation with your friends? Like, hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but I made out with the Gillette model. Last with night. the Gillette model. <laughs> NBD. See, I don't even know what he's doing. His name's Colby Donaldson. You could like look him up. Like, We've talked it sounds about like him. a fake name, Colby I know, Donaldson. Right? I know, but he was destined for reality television. We, we, so, totally. we, only, we went on like, <laughs> offic- officially it was just one bowling date where mm-hmm. like, it was like a double date with my with my best friend Amanda and like and Colby's best friend and like after that so we like met at a bar and we like all went back and like just like had a hot makeout and then we like scheduled another double date with Colby and his best friend and like it was almost like no like we show up at the bowling date 
and like Amanda and I are like super, they were like probably, I don't know, 10 years older than us maybe. And we show up and it was just like, it felt like that moment at the bar where they turn like the lights on, you Mm -hmm. know, where it's just like really awkward. Like from the get go, when they pick us up, we're like, hi, like everybody's, everybody's sober now. Like we, (laughs) like we were like, there's no chemistry between any one of us. You didn't have any cocktails before the date? No, Amanda and I, we were just so nervous. Oh my god! It's cute that you went bowling. It was cute. It was a cute (laughs) day. We like tried our best, but it was so awkward. Like, and I was like in college at the time. Yeah, I was. I was like in my dorm, like changing into my dress. It was weird. Oh god, getting ready for a date in a dorm. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst. I'm sure Colby was even more freaked out by that. Yeah, (laughs) like I'm gonna go to prison. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, no. I'm like you're. You're. I was 21. Jesus. Uh, all right, we are going to talk more about defining the relationship later on in the show, but are you guys ready to jump into what's in the news? Yeah. yeah. I, o- I always need that yes. Uh, Angela, what have you been reading about this week in the news? Okay, so our girl Karina Heisch, who we read a lot of articles from, she she reported in Cosmo about how she... In where? Cosmo. Sexy. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, how she tried this DIY dildo kit called Clona Willy. Um, have you? Are you guys familiar? With Absolutely Clona? not. Uh, all I can think is just some things don't need to be DIY. Is it DIY? DIY. I know. I I agree. Yeah, could not agree I mean, more. I love arts like and a crafts. Hard, a hard no. Yeah, I will say I love. Oh ha ha ha! Hard oh, no. I didn't know that intended. That was not intended, but I will take credit for it. If only they needed taglines that were anti their product. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I don't well, know. Just a hard yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I I actually love our Do you want to write crafts. them a letter and see if you can do the ad sales? Yeah. Or Maybe them? they could be a sponsor of the podcast. Secret. Well, we I don't know. We've already said a hard no to them. <laughs> Welcome to the Clone Willy News Hour. Um, okay, well, how does this work? Okay, so first of all, some, some stats on Clone Willy. The kits run from 35 to 55, and they come in various skin tones. They have glow-in-the-dark colors. I gotta say the price point is... I'm, I'm on board with the price point. Reasonable. Like, dildos are normally like... If you want like a nice one, they're like 100 plus. Yeah. Right, and this is... We're talking like... Also, some things also should not be glow-in-the-dark. True. We should leave that to But how else will parties. you find it? turn your bedroom light turn on your lights on. Yeah. Are you, it's practical is it are you really like that scared of your own body that you the lights are off you don't you don't even want to yeah. see your own body you need to gain some body confidence glowing dildo. yeah like and it's not even bright enough so you're just yeah. like i don't know what's happening right when you're using a dildo that you should be able to enjoy your own body it's like a nightlight yeah. <laughs> just occasionally you could put it on the ceiling like those stars yeah. that you stick up there um my favorite though is that also you can get a milk chocolate version which i think is probably like not for actual usage you just have a snack um (laughs) but so yeah they use body safe materials and it's like you actually use like a real penis like your boyfriend's penis you you oh so this is like like a mold mold. yeah it's like a mold and then you um i I guess hence the clone a willy right each casting kit comes with everything you need to create amazingly detailed vibrating replica of your favorite penis this girl karina who did it didn't have a penis on hand so she said she used a zucchini and (laughs) what she learned from that is that if you're dating somebody with a zucchini sized penis is you should request more of the mold stuff because it didn't fully cover oh oh zucchinis zucchinis are big yeah but she was like 
most likely your boyfriend's penis is smaller than are that. we talking Sorry. organic zucchini or the ones that are all plumped up I true mean, <laughs> important question yeah. modeled after the emoji <laughs> she should have gone with a cucumber right that's right? more reasonable that's more that's more realistic more that's fair, really yeah um so apparently you can also get a vulva made would you guys do that would you have and you can have your vulva made in chocolate no, I, don't. I think that's a great Valentine's like giving it Day to for a gift coming up. Oh, oh, you just give it like your chocolate, <laughs> a chocolate vulva. I would prefer to just oh, like a chocolate. That I sounds mean, dangerous, though. Am I putting chocolate on? What's they how, say how it's do I body mold it? safe? They say it's body safe materials. Yeah, you like you're probably just putting the mold on top of there. your vagina, and then maybe you pour the chocolate oh. in the mold. Um, yeah. So they they sell an expansion pack where you can also mold the testicles. Um, she, after doing it, she said her main question was how for a man, like, how do you stay hard the whole time with, when you're molding it on your pee pee? Maybe she's like, maybe she puts a little Vicodin in his breakfast and then is like, I got to mold your penis. And he's like, how am I staying so hard? She's like, I don't know. That's actually a really good solution. (laughs) Just drug drug people. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I feel like the process of doing this would be fun, but I wouldn't. It would come out really janky, and I probably wouldn't really use it. But I would enjoy the arts and crafts aspect. Actually, that would be kind of fun to like. It's a bonding experience. (laughs) I would say, like for long distance relationships, not a bad idea. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, for for you and I, we're like, we will just take the live penis, please. Yeah. The real thing. But. I would say for for long distance relationships. So are both you guys married or both have boyfriends? Or oh, you're one of them's married. One of you guys is married. I'm married. You're married. Okay. I this is a, your husband. That's my husband. Okay. <laughs> Producer Nick is Laura's husband. In the corner. Um, I live with my boyfriend. Okay. How long have you guys been dating? Four years. Ooh, a while. Or it'll be four years at the end of actually when this podcast comes out. It will be exactly four years. Happy anniversary. Thanks. That's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you both. Four, four years of that penis, though. I don't, yeah, I don't need the DIY. Yeah. yeah. If anything, you, at this point, you want to switch things up and yeah. like get a, t- get a taste of a different <laughs> penis. Yeah. Maybe I could like send it to a celebrity. Yeah. You would probably actually request not to have Ian's penis. So no, that's not like, true. His penis is great. Let's just establish that right I mean, now. When you've been in long long term relationships, you you probably want a little variety. So if anything, yeah, but yeah, know, like I'm definitely familiar with it. Could you sculpt yeah. it from memory? <laughs> Meaning, like, if you, you know, <laughs> that's another I mean, it's fun like bonding brain. experience. <laughs> I don't think I like stare at it long enough to be able to. I can't even like. I'm bad at drawing my dog from memory. Yeah, let alone like a penis that I don't get enough like. I, my eyes are always closed. I need to open them a little more, yeah. I guess. Sometimes I'll just stare. So if you're like giving a blowjob, you're I just feel like, like eyes closed. And you're I just feel like he, thinks, he feels weird if he catches me with my eyes open. Oh. I mean, I'll just straight up be like, I'm just ch- <laughs> like I don't have one. <laughs> He's in the room right now. <laughs> uh, all right. are, you, are you picturing it right now? Are yeah. You picturing penis? I'm picturing my eyes closed and I, like, I open them to get a good look and then he catches me and then I'm like quickly I'm just cuts, like, what, I'm quick. like what if you just accidentally slip off though because you're like or May- poke an eye out because know. you're not paying attention <laughs> I don't know it just seems practice yeah better safety I think it's like I think it's kind of like you know when you like awkwardly make eye contact with someone that's like that like being caught I don't know yeah I, I know what you're saying yeah, uh, yeah. you guys want to know what I've been reading <laughs> yes okay so I my news article that I picked this week is from the New York Times my friend Matt Sullivan actually sent it to me which I love when people they know what is going to be a good news story for this yes. podcast and they they sent it to us and this one was um instagram is now a dating platform too this is written by valeria safranova Ooh. i love great name um so i don't know if you guys have friends that do this but mine will borrow my phone to look at guys instagram stories so that mm-hmm. the guys don't know that 
they've looked at the Instagram stories. Oh, you don't want to do that. Fake accounts, what you need, because you Fake don't accounts. think that they're going to look. Because I'm guessing, unless the guy has a lot of followers, if he has a few followers, he knows that the 50 people that look at it, he might be like, who's this? I've never noticed that before. Click on it, then be like, she's friends with that girl. Exactly. Deep dive. It's very easily like, traceable. make a fake account. You got it. You got to like really be like paying attention to like who's following you. But I guess when you've got like know. a crush and you, you you do, you're like, who are these people that are like looking at my shit? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so Instagram is now playing a part. I've experienced this personally with my friends, and now there's some more some more details and stats on this. So Instagram is playing a part in dating. Here's what the article said. So they first talk about a guy named Roberto Forgione, who and he noticed that someone who had ghosted him recently was starting to look at his Instagram stories. After a couple times where he noticed that this like ghoster was looking at his Instagram stories, he was like, this guy's back. This guy's back yeah. from the dead. So he decided to take a chance and reach out in his direct messages. And the, since then, the two have continued seeing each other. They spent Thanksgiving together. They've attended weddings as each other's dates. So like all things to kind of Instagram that like brought the ghosting back together. But he's not the only person that this happened to. Another girl who was interviewed in this article, Anthea Fisher, she started dating someone after she noticed that he was liking her stuff from time to time and watching her stories. She said he would DM me. He would send me some memes. And I sort of knew he was trying to get my attention. So now they've been going out. So basically, this article says that Instagram can be a supplemental matchmaking tool because it's basically a portfolio for your dating life. Uh, They write, not only does Instagram provide a visually driven collage of your life more than like, you know, Bumble or Tinder might, Mm -hmm. it also offers a subtle way of expressing interest through likes and comments and connecting in a form of a private chat. Meanwhile, the list of users who have looked at each of your story cards means that you now have some data, rudimentary and inconclusive, but still you have data on exactly who's obsessing over you today, tomorrow, yesterday. It's fascinating. It is, right? Um, They also say like, you know when you like click on your Instagram stories and it shows you like the order of who's viewed your stories? Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you guys ever wondered like who's why certain people are always at the top? Yeah, we I googled it. Me and Stassi like it drove us crazy. We we deep dove. We basically called the creator of Instagram to figure this out. So what oh, what, what did mean? your because I well what it was it saying there because we couldn't find exactly but we got based sort of yeah basically this I think we probably have the same amount of information. So Instagram won't exactly say their algorithm for Mm -hmm. how they put who's at the top but the theory is whoever are your biggest stalkers (gasps) on instagram are at the top Mm -hmm. um and although it's just a a theory according to a spokesperson the order is a spokesperson for instagram Mm -hmm. this order is based on a number of signals including people who recently viewed your story accounts you interact with as well and people who are like the most on instagram etc what was your intel basically that i think there was an added thing too of the stalker was was defined by people who are viewing it but aren't necessarily engaging with you a ton so like let's say like your mom comments on every one of your photos, but also views your your story. She may not come up at the top because she's in, she's engaging in your regular photos too. So it's basically like, so yeah, like a guy that's maybe like lurkers, has, yeah, yeah, like lurkers. Wow. That's interesting, right? So that's also like a good way to know, like, all right, this person's kind of like, yeah, up up in your shit yeah. a little bit. That actually makes me really excited to post an Instagram story and see what happens. Do you know yeah. that I legit when I was until I met the guy I was dating when I was like single, I would obsessively make Instagram stories just to see who, I mean, granted I was making comedy content, but it was like, 
it was half for that and then half to see if the guys I liked were looking at it. You Okay, so you basically were doing what is the number one tip of the story, which they call the thirst trap. Have you guys heard of the thirst trap? I have. No, I will. Uh, no. Okay. What is it? I'll tell you. So if you want to gauge interest anytime soon in guys you're interested in, they recommend the tried and true thermometer, the thirst trap. The thirst trap is an image or a video that's intended to attract attention from someone and elicit a response. So a thirst trap can be as simple as a selfie. Uh, this is a guy who was interviewed uh, Andrew Keller. He says, sometimes I'll put up like a really cute selfie of me and the caption will just be like, just ate a bag of Twizzlers, hate myself. But it'll be like a really hot <laughs> yeah. selfie. Uh, if you're throwing out a net into a sea of fish, whenever I post a story, I kind of have an idea already of who will respond and what kind of response I will get. If you're successful, the person you're targeting will be tempted to comment. They might even actually comment, might even slide into your DMs. So if you have pulled off your very own thirst trap, that's how you'll know it's successful. So everyone has that one person in their mind that they want to see the like picture or the story that they're posting, but they say like waiting for a response can be torture. Is I did, this, I did this, some embarrassing shit. Okay, I think what I, were your thirst traps? Well, um... No, I was genuinely going to an event on one of them where I would like try, and I don't really care what anyone thinks about what I wear. I'm just going to wear what I wore. But I tried on like three dresses and like pulled my Instagram followers on which one I should wear. But they were like hot dresses. Yeah, really. I was just hoping that this guy would look at it. One time I even went to the extent of (laughs) getting, I I wasn't going anywhere, getting dressed up, taking a photo just for it because yeah. he had commented on the other ones and I was like alright he's into these he's, this he's, is how I'll get him these again are the, these are the type of traps he's into so yeah. I gotta keep doing more yeah and then I just went to sleep after that like it was like I faked it but did you have to like do your hair and your makeup and like the whole shebang yeah I did mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah worth it uh-huh. that, it happened that, see that's like the effort that's so hard to like put into things right well unless you're like you know testing out like a new makeup anyway or yeah and i just like so, find yeah. some practical it was a new dress too i yeah. was proud of the new dress that my mom would like it because she always hates my clothes so <laughs> i actually think that that was a perfect thirst trap though because mm-hmm. they they are there's like an art of subtlety like they can't be kind of like overt like i mean some like, of my friends like their entire profiles are thirst traps but yeah. it's like, they're like all sexy photo shoots. i think people Pick that's up too on much. that after a while. But that's yeah. too right. much. Yeah. Right? Throw a meme in there, maybe a food picture. Maybe yeah. maybe you playing with an animal just so you look a little character. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. a puppy or not a puppy, a child. <laughs> like I get kind <laughs> of like puppy. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I have a couple friends, they're like, you know, model t- like mm-hmm. every picture they post is of course beautiful. But at some point it's like, all right, like I not. I feel that way. I like there there's like Instagram like models whom I think are absolutely gorgeous and but they post, it's like, I've seen you at every angle, every single day. I don't know how you're on that many beaches, by the way, in in that many bikinis where I'm just like, I, all right, I get it. Like, right. now you're just starting to bug me. Yeah, right? right? It's like, I want to see what you're actually up to. Yeah. All right, so here's the other tips. Once you have mastered the thirst trap, advance your skills by making use of the blocking tool. If you want to post something super racy for a select few fans of your stories, you can go into the settings and hide the story from other users. And then the people that, like, that you have not blocked, they're not going to know you blocked the other people, you yeah. know? So, ta-da, now Susan from work I is not going to see... a lot. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, ah. certain people, like, people you work with, maybe they're not going to see that, like, photo of you perched seductively on your desk. Um, and they also say, like, sometimes you'll receive unwanted attention that can kind of cross into the line of harassment or bullying. And in those cases, you know, block the user, report them to Instagram... You know, all that stay jazz. away. Do you get, this do you is get, really good advice. Do you get creepers? Yeah. I don't know why my demographic is like middle-aged men. Like, 
but n- not like hot ones. It's like men like 50 and up. Like a, How are they like finding a plumber you? from from uh they're Cleveland. like she's hot and funny uh, yeah I, i've never had like a hot dude really message <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i'm attracting those those types but yes do you block them no i'm just whatever it's not it so not- i've had i've had a few of them show up too, like shows though and i'm like Ugh. yeah that's that can get dicey yeah be careful yeah block block them get a bodyguard but you engage with them you no. just ignore it i, I ignore good. them yeah that's good for sure um so but i recognize there you know when you can you see someone come up so much you wow. would be able to yes. recognize them in public yeah that's that would scare the shit out of me yeah i, was yeah, I might hire security you gotta yeah. ha- you gotta add a couple jokes in to your set that's like uh and i notice people when they show up <laughs> yeah. to shit that and i uh, have a bodyguard here and, with I, me. and that which is why i have a bodyguard this isn't even a joke this is just <laughs> i have a knife in my pocket yeah. uh this is this is just an announcement that i'm making that i carry around a knife a gun and some uh pepper spray it's just how i like to start every show okay let's get into the joke. let's get into the comedy it's good advice <laughs> all right number advice number three paying a compliment on instagram is as simple as liking a few photos but you know there's like an art to it you can't be like mm-hmm. a totally creepy about it so one like someone might not even notice you've liked their shit mm-hmm. like it's like oh, i randomly liked your shit two is I like two of your photos. Mm-hmm. But three is I'm intentionally trying to get your attention. It's the equivalent of eyeing someone at a bar. Which I notice that some of my girlfriends will be like, I'm not going to like his photos. I'm like trying to play it cool. I'm like, well. He might not even know that you exist. He might not even know you exist. Right. Exactly. But commenting is the equivalent. They, they say that commenting on someone's photo is the equivalent to walking up to someone and saying a very basic hello at the bar. I, I like that they do like the real life equivalent to uh-huh. things. That's cool. DMing is the official. What's up? I'm not. I'm. I'm here. And I'm not playing around. <laughs> I like you. This is a really good article, it right? Really is. But I think once again, though, like if you comment on every picture, then it's like being too aggressive. No, yeah, yeah. and also like right when they you. post it too is creepy. Yeah. Yes, like and you got it. Like five somebody, minutes. Like if it was somebody <laughs> that they just walked into the bar, then you wouldn't yeah. say hello immediately. Yeah. You wouldn't sprint <laughs> up to them and be like, "Hi, I see that you're here. Would you like a drink?" Exactly. Hundred percent. I'm Lacey. <laughs> if you've liked a few photos, <laughs> no, because that's that's a great name. Yeah, that's Lacey would totally do that. Yeah, she would. <laughs> yeah. If you've liked a few photos and you've commented and you notice that they're not liking any of your shit back, mm, they might not be into you. Yeah, really. And if you've like in. sent them like a DM, like oh my, like ha ha ha, something about their story, and they they don't even write you back to your DM, like mm-hmm. ch- chill out. Yeah, like take a hint. Um, but they do say celebs are exceptions. You have quite a few followers on social media, so I feel like this would apply to you. So they say another factor to keep in mind in the era of Instagram fame is how many followers your romantic interest has. So like anyone above, you know, seventy five thousand. But I, I would even go as far to say like fifteen thousand, ten thousand. Yeah, you know, they're probably they're probably not going to notice you if you like their stuff. Yeah. You know, like I don't even notice people. I don't go through them. But yeah. I'm also married, so I'm probably not like looking. But they say if they like your stuff, that's a different ball game because it means they went out of their way. So if someone has a lot of followers and then they return oh, yeah, they return yeah. the likes, it's like ding 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 ding. Won't if you like even if someone has a lot of followers, if it's someone that you engage with enough or you look at their page or maybe you follow them, won't they come up at the top of the light? Like it but will only yes. does it say like but only like five hundred likes come then, up, yeah, okay. right? Yeah. You know? So it's like the chance of like that person that you like being in that three that they mention is like kind of hard right mm. the people i would stalk myself uh <laughs> like like the guys i liked if they like something of mine they would come up in that though because i think if you're going to their page enough that might or if you follow Trigger them it. And, yeah 
That's why it might be good to be looking at their shit from your own. Yeah. Oh, good point. Versus. Good point. But here, so here, uh, here's the final part of this story where it brings everything full circle of what we're talking about of the stalking is breakups. How to survive the wasteland that is the post breakup Instagram. So after a breakup, of course, you want to creep on your exes. Now, Mr. Forgione, the guy that from the the very the very top of this article, so he he says he is not above checking up on his exes. He writes, after an ex and I broke up, of course I was crazy stalking him, but I didn't want him to see that I was looking at his videos. So he used a coworker's fake Instagram account to see what his ex was up to. He didn't even create his own fake. He used yeah. like a coworker's fake. Like he was being extra safe about that shit. Yeah. Um, and he's not alone. Someone else wrote, uh, I had a guy on my fake account. Oh, this is smart. So uh, another person in this article says that he has a fake account and he'll add a guy on his fake account just before they think they're going to break up. So, like, as soon as things are maybe going kind of south, I'll add him. So that, like... Is it, like, a so, test? No, it's so that, like... So that he'll pop That, that he won't notice. Oh, so, like, as soon as you break up smart. with someone and then he, like, creates a fake account and starts following him, I'm sure the guy's kind of, like, aware. Like, Got it. who are these... Who's this new person following me? Like, I want to, like... Mm, this account looks kind of bullshit. I bet oh, that's that my ex. Calculated. So he'll that is he'll follow him from the fake account before he breaks up, like just before they officially end things, so that like he won't be suspicious of the fake account. That's impressive. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Me neither. Seems a little like a self fulfilling prophecy, though. Yeah. If you're at that point, yeah. it's like, all right, totally. well, we're done here. Well, yeah. maybe if he's like, we need to have a talk, and you're like, we do, but can we have it? in about three hours yeah. and then you and you like add them on your fake account uh you know some people like to say just like don't look at exes things but that's hard for anybody i yeah. i don't think i'd be able to and he says he believes that knowledge is power even if it makes me feel crappy i still want to know what's going on right. yeah i don't know if you're really over over like i knew my ex was over i i don't in, in the in the year that we've been broken up, I think I looked at his. He isn't even on Instagram. I think I looked at his Facebook once. It was just too painful, and I didn't want to know. And I would tell my friends, like, even though I was sort of, we was mutual breakup more me, but I would tell my friends, like, you're not allowed to tell me what John does on social media. Like, I don't want to know. Wow, it, it, yeah. it you're strong. The process of getting yeah. over the person and moving on, it really does. Yeah. I know you guys are both right, but I've never. I'm like, I want to know everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I always snoop, but I know that I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyways, that's how you guys can use Instagram that was a really good article. as, wow. yeah, lots of details of, of, uh, exactly how to. So I don't know. Any of you listeners that follow any of this advice, email us, let us know how it goes. We'll be curious. All right. We are going to jump into our mailbox in just a minute, but first let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Latote. Latote is a personalized box of brand name rental clothing accessories sent right to your door. Angela and I love them for many reasons. One is that we really don't like annoying store clerks bugging us when we shop. It's true. Um, and the other thing I like about it is it's a good way to like try out trends that you're not sure about. You just like try it on, wear it for a week, and maybe you like it and you keep it. Or maybe you don't like it and you send it back to Latote. It's super easy. Angela has been looking H-O-T-T lately because... That's two T's on purpose. <laughs> T, 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 T. And because she's been like really experimenting with fashion, I have a big appreciation for it. I also love Lato because I have, I said, as I've said many times before, I've tried to subscriptionize my life and I just love that new clothes are coming to me each month. All I got to do is, is send back the, the clothes that I don't want anymore. I might buy and keep one that I like and I get new ones sent to my door. It's fantastic. Yeah. And they make it really easy to send back because they send you all the, the bag and the shipping 
so easy. Um, and you know, if you're a modern lady like us, you go a lot of places, you need a, little, a lot of different types of clothing. They have a great selection of workwear, weekend wear, and everything in between. So you can look great no matter what the occasion is. You can rent up to $300 worth of clothing from big designer brands like BCBG, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff, all of it all month long. Yep. Go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com, and get started for as low as $59 a month. Enter our promo code SINGLE at checkout to get 50% off your first month. Once you sign up, you'll receive your completely customized tote within days. Just wear what you want and return everything in the mail when you're done. It's that easy. Enter our code SINGLE and always have something new to wear with fashion delivered right to your door. We would like to thank our sponsor, Movement Watches. That is spelled MVMT because they are cool like that and they don't need vowels. Uh, we love our Movement Watches because I'm not even kidding. I wear mine almost every day and I get compliments on it all of the time. I really respect them because they were founded on the belief that style should not break the bank. So they're like very high quality, but you know, not too crazy. Right. And what's super exciting is now just in time for Valentine's Day, which I can never think of what to get people for Valentine's Day. They just added a bunch of new things to their websites. So they have bracelets now. They have new styles of watches. They have sunglasses. So much cool stuff. They have the best stuff. I just got my second watch for movement from the Mod Collection and it is so cute. So I used to have an all rose gold watch. I think it was the Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And now I've got this all black one from their mod collection that I really like. You also picked out an all black one, but as a gift. As a gift for my dad, because you know, I was like, you know, movement watches are like super young and hip. I don't know. Like, is this, the, is this going to work for my dad who is hip, but older? And then I showed it to him and he loved it. Of course he loved it because, because there's a cool guy. He is a cool guy and they're super cool watches. So yeah, I got him an abyss watch. It's super cool. MVMT and their stylists have curated an interactive gift guide to make Valentine's Day shopping and painless. You can find the perfect gift for him and her, watches, bracelets, sunglasses, or any combination of these gifts for a limited edition gift box. It's very cool. And guys, get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash single. Go to mvmt.com slash single and join the movement. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week for Rachel to help us answer? Okay, first up, we have an email from our listener, Beth. Beth writes, I need your help. I'm stuck in a dating rut where every guy I date slash hook up with seems to be insistent on making me his side chick. At first, I thought it was a fluke when what's one guy having a girlfriend after explicitly saying he's single in a sea of Tinder matches, but yesterday I found out I've been duped for a fourth time when I thought we had something real. I'm starting to feel like I must be the problem in this scenario, even though I always end things the moment I find out the truth. How do I make it clear that I'm not willing to be a third party in a relationship without turning people off at first glance? Um, by the way, she adds, your podcast is the older sister that I always turn to for comfort on my worst days, and it never fails to make me laugh. If you have any wise words, then I would really appreciate hearing them. What would you say? How do you stop being the side chick? Well, if it, that's a hard question to ask because it, I mean, is, is she meeting them on Tinder? Is that maybe the problem where it's just like low quality guys? It's, 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 it's hard to know because I don't know exactly what she's doing. Like I'm yeah. not in the relationship. I don't know like what she's projecting. But I mean, I guess she's worried about like how can she just tell guys from the start like 
I am not about to be your side chick. But I think you bring but up that a would good be point, like if you're like, on a first date and you say right. that and, they, and they're not like that, then it, they might be like, all right, relax. Psycho. Yeah, right. I know. Exactly. Um, I, I think okay. that you're right, though, that like she should maybe look at like what her pattern has been thus far, including yeah. like where she's meeting. And also, yeah, what time of night and like, yeah. is it? Yeah. Does it seem sketchy? Does it seem like someone's trying to go around a girlfriend, you know? And I feel like if like every date is like that, let's say she goes out with him four times and it's like, oh, I work late. And so we got to meet up at 11 p.m. or, uh, you know, just trying to have, like just weird timelines might. Yeah. Be or if they're super yeah. secretive, like we've had people write in that like guys have been weird about social media, like adding them on social media. I feel like yeah. that's always kind of a. Yes, that's a Yeah, you're right. Sign. Totally. Look at their tagged photos on Instagram, too. Oh, yes. yes. Because the girlfriend probably tagged photos. Just actually, you know what? That's a good. That's good advice. Do your research after the first date. Make sure you get that last name or whatever, so you can look them up, and then you can figure out anything if you like look hard enough. Yeah, and let's totally say this are sociopaths and give you a fake name. I mean, she also could just be like kind of having bad luck because I mean, from the get go, I mean, except for this guy that said he was single and then had a girlfriend. That's yeah, you know, that's just like not cool, and that I hope was just a fluke. But mm-hmm. for other guys. Like, they might just be doing the advice that we always give, which is, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, Mm -hmm. date around until you find someone that you really like and then become serious with that one person. So these guys might be doing that. And for whatever reason, the chemistry is just not there with Mm -hmm. her. And she just hasn't found that right guy yet. And so then they're, like, dating around but not in, like, a malicious way. Mm Because I'd also be curious to know, like, how long are you dating these guys? Like, is it three weeks? And then you're like, why why are they dating other people? Because – that's normal but like is this like once you get into the three month territory i feel like guys should if you both want the same thing out of a relationship which is to have a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. which is something you should know from the beginning maybe Mm -hmm. they don't want that at all but assuming that they do around three three months like people get have a pretty good idea of you Mm -hmm. and they should know whether you want to like move forward or end things and like keep dating or maybe things will get serious with someone else, you know? So I'd also be curious to know how long she's dating these people and she should know if they're dating multiple people at the beginning, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Yes. A a lot of unknowns. I would guess if there are guys that are in committed relationships that are just straight up cheating on like their serious girlfriends with her, the best way to avoid that I think would be like to hold off on anything physical because if a guy's looking to yeah. like cheat on his girlfriend, he's not looking to have like he's not looking to take you out to dinner that's and spend a, a bunch a, of money. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So like maybe maybe wait yeah. a yeah. bit. And also, not that many guys are. I mean, I don't think are like doing that because it's so easy to get caught. Yeah. You know, right. like you could just like find out who their girlfriend is and tell them. I mean, yeah. I would suggest avoiding that drama and just like ending things yeah. and like cutting your losses. The truth always comes out. You don't need to be the one that tells the girlfriend. Right. Exactly. But like. But I can't imagine that that's happening a lot. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I mean, it happened with one guy. I have met so many people that have had like boyfriends that just created Tinder accounts that were in like real relationships. And yeah, that's not cool. It's like dating apps. Like, I mean, you get caught right away because everybody's on Tinder. Did your friends break up but, with them or did the guys get out of it by being like, um, well, I just was looking, but I was never like messaged anyone. But why look like, because then ridiculous. that just makes me feel like you're not confident in us and that you yeah. want to like see what else is out there. Yeah. It's like, that's not cool. Yeah. The particular cool situation that I knew of where that ha- was happening, it was like a friend of a friend, but she basically, he was like, oh, well, we got into a fight. So we thought we were in a bad place. <laughs> and then they like, that's oh, honestly liar. almost, we stayed together for a little longer and then they eventually broke up. Yeah. 
But that's honestly almost worse to me because it makes me feel like if the second that something goes right. a little yeah. wrong, you're literally going to like also join Tinder an and, and want to yeah. like hook up with yeah. somebody. Like you're clearly like raring to get out of this yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So like that would be even a bigger red flag for me yeah. that that was his excuse. Right. So anyways, well, I hope all this was helpful, Beth. Um, and yeah, let us know how things are going for you. Yeah, Keep luck. us updated. Yeah. Fifth time's the charm. Yeah. <laughs> we believe in you, Beth. <laughs> uh, what all else right. do we have? Next question. The subject line was dating someone with your parents' name. Hmm. <laughs> Signed conflicted. Okay. Oh my God, I've never thought about this. This is a really like interesting question that we've never wow, I've gotten. Never about I that. know. Yeah. Um, my dad's name is Bob, so that would I would. I would yeah, like, Bob's. Bob's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So conflicted writes, "Hey girls, absolutely love the show. I have a unique situation that I could really use some unbiased opinions on." I recently started seeing a guy. It's very early on and we're both taking it slow since we both have hectic lives at the moment. Anyways, he happens to have the same first name as my father and it's not a very common name. Additionally, my father passed away 10 years ago and my family and friends hold his name in high regard. So I'm worried about introducing this guy to everyone. Them having the same name doesn't weird me out. I'm just worried about what others will say or think because the whole daddy issue situation many girls get put into. Again, any advice would be appreciated. Such an interesting question, right? Such an interesting question. Wow. I was like, let's say his name is Zeus. Like, nobody else has. She says it's unique. Yeah. Nobody else has the name Zeus. That's like your dad's name. And then you happen to date a guy. Wait, where did you get that? I don't know. I was just thinking of a name. Is he a Greek god? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Zeus was a dad. For the purpose of this, of us answering the question, her dad and boyfriend's name is Zeus. (laughs) Maybe she finds almost comfort, minus the sexual part of it, maybe she almost finds comfort in the fact that like, especially because it was a unique name, like maybe, I don't know if she believes in God, but like maybe God God just gave her this guy as like some form of comfort to like, to remind her of her dad in a good way. Maybe her family will be okay with it. I mean, I don't know the nature of the relationship with her and her dad, but if, if it's not, I mean, I would avoid saying Zeus in bed. Uh, or you know you're the dad. I wouldn't be like. <laughs> I feel like maybe come up with a nickname. Yeah, <laughs> a nickname. Z just yeah like Z. Z yeah Z. Oh, this. Well, what do you think, Angela? Um. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it could be a nice thing where they look at people are always looking for like signs. Yeah. From the great beyond, it could. That's be a what sign. I was thinking. Um. I I can't imagine. Like, I would acknowledge that it's weird, but I can't imagine anybody being like thinking that she has like some kind of issue for dating him yeah what i said was that like daddy issues are usually people usually refer to daddy issues when it comes to like dating someone that's very older than you yeah like like i have some friends that like you know they've dated people are like like not even 10 like 15 plus older yeah and that's when people refer to daddy issues i don't think like dating someone that has like the same name unless you happen to have like daddy issues my boyfriend's 11 look, 11 years is no nope. no it's not that's bad fine. i'm saying 15 plus is but they usually also like have yeah. to be like yeah. filling some kind of daddy void yeah, yeah exactly like like they're a little controlling and like maybe yeah. they have the same job as your dad or like physically resent like yeah. there's got to be a little yeah. more to it so i wouldn't worry about the daddy issues thing um if i were her i probably this would cross my mind too but i think she could get kind of get ahead of it mm-hmm. so bef- instead of waiting for her family to say something like that's kind of like well, weird. also maybe tell them beforehand don't just exactly. bring this yeah. poor guy <laughs> over for thanksgiving dinner and be like this is zeus and they're like some someone starts crying right exactly <laughs> he's back yeah. so i was like you yeah. gotta tell them about him beforehand 100 percent agree with yeah. you and i think she could kind of make a self like deprecating or kind of joke like hey like 
I'm dating this guy. Like his name's Zeus. Like I know our family already loves that name. So that's like one good point. You oh, know, that's nice. Right. Like be nice to him. Like and that's a great way to say it, right? Yeah, and it's cool to like keep a name in the family. You know, like yeah. people. Uh, there's more likely they get married and have kids. Yeah. yeah, there's Zeus Junior. Yeah, right. Zeus the third at that yeah. point. Right. <laughs> so and, and also I don't know about you guys, but like when I've when I meet somebody named Laura, like I don't I weirdly like don't even associate it with my name. Like names like. Like I, I, I actually don't either. Unless when you Rachel another, spelled R A C because my name is spelled R A C H A E L. Yeah. But if it's just Rachel R A C H E L, I'm just like I don't know. But that spelling is kind of rare. I only notice it then. I don't really associate with it. Like yeah. right. Like yeah. I, yeah. When you like say somebody's name, so I don't know. They like they become. I, I I'm not explaining it very well, but like like a name becomes somebody else's like entity. Like yeah. I, like I don't yeah. associate yeah, like, it with Laura myself. Matches. You, but it also matches someone else in a different way. Yeah, and I don't yeah. even like think of it as being my name. I mean, yeah. maybe like initially, I'm like, oh, cool, that's like my name too. But then, like, they are Laura. Yeah, it's right. not me, Laura. So I don't know. Yeah, if that like makes I don't sense. think that they're once they get to know this guy, I don't know that they're gonna look at him and see the father. Yeah, right. Like I just, I was, uh, I was just thinking because I don't think. Okay, I do have a friend named Laura, but she's child friend. I would just it's girl Angela just popped into my head. I was like. I I would never associate the two like it's just two totally different people people right yeah yeah like what about you when you meet because well, Angela's like not that common yeah there aren't a ton of Angels in the world so I do when I meet another Angela I will be like oh same name but then after a while Angela club but then is after, Angela not after that common I don't know a ton of Angela I don't either she's like really the only Angela I know it's like a name that you actually you're right I only know one in LA and then a girl in third grade was named Angela. Yeah, <laughs> they're spaced out yeah, they're, when you yeah. meet them. <laughs> it's but, rare, but it's good. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I forget about it. You know, we, we talk about it, the initial meeting, but then, yeah, it just becomes yeah. not a thing. So to recap, don't worry about the daddy issues thing. Also, like eventually they're going to stop even hearing their father's name when they when they use the name for your, for your boyfriend. Yeah. And then and then like Rachel said, you know, tell them ahead of time. Yeah, that's important. And and my advice would be to kind of like, you know, make a little like light of it, a little yeah. joke. Like I know our family already loves this name, so that's one good point. Hope you guys are nice to him. Mm-hmm. Let it be. And again, maybe come up with a nickname if you if it's really freaking you out. True. Z. <laughs> uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have any funny text messages or messages from an app that you want to share with us, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. It's our last segment of the podcast, and. And the reason of the week is when to DTR. Yes. When to define the relationship. So, Rachel, you told us that you've never taken things slow like uh, like you did with your current mm-hmm. guy or like, you know, as slow. So w- what are the pros and cons of, of doing that? And what helped you know when you were definitely ready to define the relationship? Um, I would say the pros are you really – well – I'm not saying like take a year to, or take six months because I also don't think you really know someone until like six months to a year in. But also you're not going to just like string someone along for six months. So how long did you wait? I waited. I met him in September. I, I officially was like, fine, you're my boyfriend, December 4th or something. So December, October, October, November, November, December, let's say, I don't know, three months. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what I was saying. I was like that three month mark. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, and I I liked that it was like I took it slow, but I was honest with him, and it's not like he was like begging me, but I think he was 
a little bit confused as to why. Because I think guys are used to girls just being like, all right, I'll be your, yeah, are we boyfriend or girlfriend? So he had tried to have the conversation with you before? No, it was just more like I knew. And then it was like, I was sort of blurting out that I wasn't sure I was like ready for a boyfriend. So that's, it was a lot of that kind of thing too. And I was just really, maybe honest to like not a good degree where I would be like, I like you so much. I'm incredibly attached to you. I I just don't know, A, if I can have a boyfriend. I travel a lot for comedy. B, uh, you weren't in the plan. Like I was really, he drives a hatchback. I blurted that out. That wasn't nice. (laughs) I regret that first time I saw the car. Not not because I am judging anyone with hatchbacks, but it was like, sometimes I say things that like I think are funny, but they're like mean. But I was a little, I I was surprised a little bit by it. So I was like, oh, you drive a hatchback. What and it's old and I'm not understanding what's happening. <laughs> Which I'm not even a car snob. It's like yeah. I it was I don't know, it's hard to explain. He That's just funny. It, and because I had said before, like I really wanted I wanted to just try something different and just date someone that what I like I really like normal, nice people. That's and he's normal and nice, but I was really trying I don't know. So You're trying to you're trying to date up for for yeah, a, a so, change. So basically for the whole course of the three months, I was just like I, we would hang out constantly. But it was, and it felt like we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but I would just kind of, you know, just discuss with him. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm ready. I will probably end up dating you, but I'm not sure. And I want to just take it. So I want to get to know you. Uh, Were you actually, were you seeing other people during that time? I went to Canada once, but that's besides the point uh, (laughs) for a night to hang out. Which was guy? Yeah, which was a very awkward conversation. Uh, So yes, but that's sort of like, that was just like a guy that was a friend that we would hang out here and there, but you can't really get away with going to Canada for a day without yeah. telling. Him. You can't low key go to Canada. Again. Yeah, and so I had to admit to that too, which was really hard because I w- he was like, "So what?" I was like, "Oh, I'm going here for Thanksgiving, and then I'll go to Canada for a day after that." He's like, "Oh, why are you going to Canada?" I was like, "For stand up," and he was like, "Oh, cool. Where at?" And I was like, "I just lied to you," and oh, then, wow. I, then I told him the full thing, and he understood. I was he's like, "I guess I can't get mad because you're not telling me I, I were exclusive yet." So, and then I went on a few other dates that uh, I sort of was able to get away with not telling him, but they were just like two first dates and then that guy. And so, yeah, I was basically already attached to Christian Well, that's and I was just like like, trying to maybe. Did that help you like make your decision? Yes, it did. Yeah, very much so. So how did you have the official talk? Um, I, uh, how much time do you have? Do you want to hear a quick story (laughs) of how I, so there was a guy that, that, I uh, at first I wouldn't say he broke my heart, but he did something to me that was like I could not get over the situation. It wasn't I couldn't get over him because I was like, okay, God, he's a douche. Why do I even like him? Um, But it was basically like he kind of had a girlfriend, and but he so he's always had a crush on me. He's a comic. She better not listen to this because I already had to take the podcast down where I told this story on mine because I don't want to break her heart. But (laughs) she, uh, uh, he's a comic that I went on the road with, and I've always known he had a crush on me. He uh, had he was he was basically dating this girl before I didn't know, and uh, I found out later that like he claims they were never boyfriend and girlfriend, but it was very convenient that like right afterwards they were like fully official. It was like he mm. kind of tried me on for size, and then was like, "Oh, all right now." So, but it was never totally confirmed for me. So I was in New York a couple weeks ago, and I was on the plane flying back from New York to Los Angeles, and I was with Stassi. She was here for Watch What Happens Live. She was getting flown there first class. I was here for like comedy meetings and stuff. Obviously, I'm not buying myself a first class ticket. And so, uh, but we wanted to be on the same flight home. 
Um, and so I get, I get on the plane. I, I drop her off at her, you know, front where she, didn't have her, she was in the first row. And there were a few empty seats around her that will come into play later in the story. <laughs> and you know when you're walking on the plane and when you're looking down at the seats, you notice who's in the seats, but the people in the seats aren't really necessarily noticing you because they're yes. settling in. Walking, walking, walking. I get to the last row of first class and it's him and the girl. No. Because oh, no. it had never been confirmed to me. I was just did in social she, media stalking. Did she know about you? Yes. Um, and she's. it's really sad because she's actually... She was like, I didn't realize until later. This is why I actually did take the podcast down. She was a fan of mine. Like, for, she listened to my podcast. She was like, watch Vanderpump Rules. And that must have been surreal. Yeah, but episode. yeah, I didn't, I didn't and know that. And then she realized that, like, her boyfriend kind of cheated on her with you. I don't know if they were boyfriend and girlfriend before. Yeah. yeah but, but they were like almost. So it was, yeah, was probably it's weird. probably not fun for her. Yeah. Yeah. They'd been hanging out for like nine months before that. I oh. mean, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, that's bad. So I like, they don't notice their, me because their heads are down. And I was so awkward. I didn't know what to do. I like looked at him and I went, oh, hi. <laughs> and then he looks up at me and I reach my hand out to introduce myself to her. Because I didn't. I would say that that's that that's a. Uh, but they didn't realize it was me right at first, so I'm just like barreling at them. Oh. <laughs> and then I go back to my coach seat and just start crying because I'm so embarrassed about like just seeing them. Like, holy shit, this has been. But you didn't to me. do anything wrong. I right. know, but I was just embarrassed. So yeah. Stassi begged first class to let me sit up there for free because she told them the situation. And when I got up there, this like adorable gay flight attendant had a drink waiting for me. And he like winked at me, and he's like, "At least you don't have to look poor." Basically, <laughs> yeah, it was, was that so, more awkward that you were like closer to them now? Right. No, I wanted to. Well, I wanted to be next to Stassi too. That was yeah. a, so I could talk to her and we could be like, I can't believe this is happening. Anyways, so the reason why I started, I decided on Christian is when I flew home that night, I got home at like 3 a.m. He drove to my house to like come see me, say hi to me because he hadn't seen me in a few days, carry my bags in for me. And I was like, oh, this is how someone should treat someone. And it was just, I was like, those things don't just happen. I just got horribly embarrassed, was confirmed that I was treated by like shit by that guy. And then at 3 a.m., the guy I'm dating who I'm telling I don't want to date you know, does something nice. I'm like, oh no, I should date you. You're wonderful. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. I that love was a long that. story. No, no that's that, great. That wasn't yeah. even that. That was great. Yeah, it's like those wake up calls. Yeah. So then a few days after he did that, I was like, you know what? You are. Yeah. I'm. You're the. Yeah. So did that the the shitty comic guy? Did he had he reached out to you to tell you to like that that his girlfriend listened to the he had a podcast meltdown because he listens to my podcast and. uh but yeah, like Laura said, you didn't do anything. I know. We have a mutual friend, though, and I was driving that friend home from something, and he was like, so, the friend was like casually like, so I heard you did a podcast about and and I had called him that morning, and uh, was like freaking, freaking out, like, please beg her to take it down. Please beg her before my girlfriend listens to it. Like, well, I don't well, want to lose her. What is Nora Ephron's quote that you love? What, everything is copy? Everything is copy. <laughs> yeah? What's that mean? Like, means you can use any... Anything from your life you're allowed to use for your... I for your... I did it because I felt bad for that girl. She's only 22 years old. She was probably so excited to date this comedian and like whatever. It wasn't my... It wasn't my job to break her heart. Like if he's... If he's going to be a douche, she'll end up finding out. Yeah. Well, you're a good person for... Thanks. Agreeing to take it down. Yeah. I made it clear to him. I was like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for her. <laughs> oh. See? Very nice. Um, I guess... Lastly, before we move on, like, what advice would you have for other people that want to have that define the relationship conversation? Like, when is it okay to? Well, are you it? saying? But it would depend on if there, if it's, if you're on the receiving end or the. If you want to have the conversation and the person you're with hasn't had it yet, I would say. I would say even in that scenario, give it like three months. I think when you do it, 
or or maybe if it's it's important for people though too when you start sleeping with someone that, exactly that's yeah. like such a big thing for me I feel like there's two separate conversations like yes. even if you're not ready to have that boyfriend girlfriend conversation like we've always talked about this we we even wrote about it in our book like mm-hmm. once you start sleeping with somebody mm-hmm. for simple like safety measures you are allowed to ask them mm-hmm. if you're sleeping right. with other people yes I think that that's the first conversation yeah they can always lie to you but sure wear condoms um and then and i think that you then can maybe you gauge trust after that it's kind of like okay that was a good conversation then you wait maybe a little longer unless do you guys think you wait to have sex with them until they're boyfriend i don't think so i mean i I never it depends on who you know i think for everyone it's different i don't think Mm -hmm. you have to most people probably don't yeah but i do think we were talking about this earlier like the sex question is a good way to gauge where things are heading Mm -hmm. yeah like i I mean i would wait to like have sex till you are pretty sure you're like exclusive yeah but then like depending on what you want i would say like after the first time you sleep with someone like you're laying in bed i mean i remember having the conversation with nick Uh like we were like in bed i think i think it was like the first time we slept together i don't i don't it must have been like the first or one of the first times yeah and i was like hey i just like want to ask you uh are you sleeping with anyone else and i remember he was like so kind of like appalled and offended because i like i think it had been like pretty 90 percent clear that like yeah we were exclusive and he's like what no why would you even think and i was like but i i just like had it in my head that like this is you have to ask to anyone you sleep with you need to like ask this question yeah. just to be like a smart woman yeah. like in the dating right. world and i was like i know i know i just like want to make sure because we've like never talked about it yeah and like i definitely just i felt better knowing a hundred percent sure something that i already pretty much had confirmed uh-huh. i just like i felt better i feel like it also like makes you look good it makes you look like someone that like oh, that is really good cares i just realized about i your- didn't ask that guy that was a douche that i think i just just yeah, I should have probably asked. It's always good. Like, it's so awkward. And <laughs> I remember being awkward about it. But like, at the end of the day, like, it's never going to make you look bad. Like, right. it actually makes sure you like it's empowering. It's like, yeah. this girl's not going to get walked all over. Yeah, it makes you look like exactly. It makes you look like you're not going to get walked over. And someone that's like safe and like cares about that kind of thing yeah. and isn't like just like, yeah, it it only makes you look good, even though like getting those words out is like a little weird, you know, yeah. but you're just like in bed and just be like, I got a weird question to ask you and then just blurt it out. Yeah. You know? I, I think, think an important thing to remember is that just because it feels awkward doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let that don't be confused that your instincts are telling you not to do it. It's just an awkward conversation because it's not mm-hmm. something that like we talk yeah. about a lot in our society. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't totally. agree more. Yeah. On that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. So defining the relationship can be stressful enough, but what about all the other things we have to define in life? Like words. Ooh. We're going to expand Rachel's vocabulary with a game we call... All of our vocabulary for that matter. Yeah. D-T-R-L-W, define the ridiculously long word. Rachel, you're going to pick a word from our fishbowl, and then you can try and guess what it means. Yeah, so basically we have picked a bunch of extremely complicated long words, and we put them all in a fishbowl. She's going to pull them out, read the word, and then you have to guess the definition, and we're going to tell you if if you're right or not. Actually, we're, we've decided that we're going to give you a thumbs up if we think your answer... I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, I'm going to, we're actually going to give you a, a, a ding, ding, ding. If, if we like your creative definition. Yes. Because these are really hard words. Right. Okay. Uh, whoa. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Let me try. There's 
I'm going to go with approximately 20 letters in this word. Maybe more. Maybe way more. Uh, Honorificabilitudinat. Come on, someone read it to me. Uh, Antidestab. Oh, no, I think oh, no. No, it's Honor- a different one. Slide. Here. Yeah. Uh, honor- Honorificabilitudinatanibus. Okay. All That's right, how you it. say that so word. So basically, I think what it means, if I was to go back to my studies as an uh, English major, that never happened. I was a political <laughs> science major. Uh, you, you never studied like Latin or anything? 100% no. <laughs> I just wanted to get out of college and move to LA and be a comedian. Did any <laughs> of us study Latin? The person, the people who studied Latin were like- Went pret- to private school. And they were pretentious <laughs> yeah. dummies because everyone was like, why are you studying Latin? Like, like that's not applicable. Like everyone knows that we yeah. all should have studied Spanish. Yes. And like the people that studied French thought it was like a pretty language. They're like, yeah. oh, one day I'm going to go to Paris and I'll use this. But we yeah. never use it. And then it. you forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is uh, basically your an honorable um, cannibal. It's honorable. <laughs> ca- can- it's like basically they, you know, yes, they're eating humans. <laughs> Not great. But... They don't. They don't do it without asking them first. <laughs> There's a polite consent. way. To, yeah, they they introduce themselves. Maybe they buy them dinner and then they bring them home. Maybe they're it's they're doing the right things. They're opening doors for them before there's the feast. It's <laughs> there's so many so many positive. You I, I, I should have. Ding, ding, ding I, I wanted to keep hearing what you were saying, so I just like I like waited a while, but like right away that was that was a, that was a ding. Yeah. Uh, okay. The actual definition is the state of being able to achieve honors, but I, you know, your definition's way better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What what else do we have in the fishbowl? We've got eight words total for you. You want me to do another one? Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, we're doing all of them. Oh, we are. Oh, then I need to take that one. <laughs> okay. There we go. Uh, ragamuffin. Uh, basically, it's a little kid. I actually think I know what this means. Or my mom used to call me a ragamuffin when I was little, and I, like I looked dirty. Is it like a like a like a ratty little kid? Well, okay. It should be, but it's a breed. <laughs> it's a breed of domestic cat. But I've only heard it in the context that you're talking Where about. Where did that come from? Like a little street urchin. S- yeah. How did people start doing? <laughs> I don't know. That? It's a. Well, br- thanks, mom. Yeah. Your, your mom thinks you're a cat. Yeah. Is I it thought like that a was raggedy adorable cat? Word. Yeah. It's like those really cute ragamuffin cats. Oh. Oh. Okay. They're cute then. All right. Fine. I'm not mad at you anymore, mom. <laughs> All right. Just a little mangy, maybe. Anti dis. Oh, anti disestablishmentarianism. Uh. I should know what this means, and I kind of do, but I'm just going to make something up because if I get it wrong, then I sound like a moron. Um, <laughs> anti disestablishment and Terry is well, no, no, I'm just going to try to guess the real one. Is it like uh, they don't? Well, is it, they don't like establishment. Well, they're very okay. I'm like, are they very iffy on establishment? It's anti, but so, then there's disestablishment, so it's like a double negative. I give up. It, <laughs> It's, you're very close. It's like opposition to withdrawal of state support or recognition from an established church. It, it's like an older, it, it's uh, originated in the 19th century Britain. Yes. I feel like this is the word that people always use when they want to think of a long, an example of a long word, but nobody actually really knows what it means. Oh, yeah, I didn't do a, all right, I'm going to do a. Yeah, that one wasn't great. For, but it's okay. Not really your fault. That one wasn't. Uh, uh, it's okay. not a fun word. This one is Franken food. Uh, it's it's a uh, a French person's <laughs> fast food of choice. Uh, it's genetically no, but yes. yes, no, but yes. <laughs> it, it's genetically modified food. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Is that really? Well, yeah. I guess it makes sense because like Frank uh, Frankenstein is your food. Yeah. Oh, I like that word. Right? It's yeah. a great I'm gonna, word. I'm going to walk out on the street and the first person I see him be like, we should not be eating these Frankenfoods anymore. Yeah, instead of saying like genetically modified. Yeah. Just like, I'm just going to try to impress yeah. someone. Frankenfoods. It looks good on a protest poster. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> this one I definitely can't pronounce. Flossinosinophilicate. This one? Oh, don't look at us. We don't know. It's how basically to... it's basically an antibiotic for um uh it's you know when you have floss issues, <laughs> gum disease. Um, Another yes, but no. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to say it myself. I think floss nisahifilification. So basically, your exact pronunciation, and it's the act or habit of describing or regarding something as unimportant or having no value or being worthless. Why don't you just say you're worthless? You could do that. <laughs> nope. Doesn't that pack would, the same punch. Yeah. <laughs> that would be better. All right. It, we got three more, three more. words. You, you've got this. Whippersnapper. Just like a young, energetic, uh, uh, old sport. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. You, a young and inexperienced person considered to be presumptuous or overconfident. I only know the short words. <laughs> no, but you, you, yeah, you know that. That one was great. All right. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uh, that's, that's, Who it's, knew this was a real word, by the way? Oh, it apparently, is. it was a word before Mary Poppins. Super well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What was she doing? Um, it's um, it's having supercal. It's having really bad calluses that uh, could potentially explode with uh, pus. <laughs> mm. Disgusting. A yes, but no. That's, on that's this what one. that British nanny was singing about. Um, so it says, uh, according to Mary Poppins, it's defined as something to say when you have nothing to say. However, it is commonly defined as extraordinarily good or wonderful, as all references in the word in the film can be perceived as positive. It's kind of a cute word. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um, one last one. You've got this. Vivisepulture. Vivisepulture. I, so, God, do you know that there's nothing more um, anxiety inducing than reading aloud? Do you remember doing that when you were a oh, kid and you're popcorn. like, oh, I don't know this word. Um, popcorn. Sound it out. Uh, viviceptual. It's, um, it's basically, uh, there was a sculpt- sculptor named Vivian and she was really good. And so they eventually kind of, you know, we call tissue Kleenex. It's like <laughs> that term got associated with her. Which it was like a Saint Vivian, <laughs> so, so much. Yeah. Yes, uh, the uh, yes, but no. the The real the real definition is uh, quite morbid. It's the act or practice of being buried alive. So if that ever happens to you, you can be like, ah, yeah, this, don't this is don't sepulture is don't, happening. Don't do that to me. And then maybe they'll be like, oh my god, she's smart. I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like killing her. <laughs> exactly. See, uh, everyone wins. Podcast. Handy. This podcast is informative for so many reasons. Uh, guys, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Rachel O'Brien. You can follow her on all of her social at Rachel, but it's spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N O'Brien. O'Brien. O-B-R-I-E-N. It looks like Rachel O'Brien. It's because someone else had my name and I had to put my middle initial in. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also go to racheloobriancomedy.com to like see what she's up to. Any other plugs we should tell people about? Um, I have some shows coming up. Uh, they're on my site, but sometimes I f- forget to have my person update it. Um, I will be at Flappers Comedy Club in Los Angeles on February 4th. Or Sorry, not February 4th. Sorry, January 4th. Uh, January 7th, I'm at the Comedy Store. This is airing way after all that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said. Oh, shoot. That's why you said that. <laughs> that um, okay. I don't know. I'll be in Austin. I know on May or March 9th or 10th. Yeah, yeah, and then great. possibly at South by Southwest, but 
Yeah. Right. Right. Head, head Gum's going out to South by Southwest too to do some shows. That's right. Cool. So if you're out there for that. Yeah. Check out check out Rachel's shows and check out our Head Gum shows. We got a lot of a lot of good. So we won't be there this year. This is no. why your single won't be. We we normally do them, but all of a lot of our friends and really great podcasts are going to be out there doing some cool shows. You can also listen to Rachel's podcast. She's got her own podcast called Be Here for a While. Mm-hmm. So so check out our podcast. And then for our own plugs, check out our book. This is why you're single. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and we've got our audio book on Audible. And you can always get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and codes, check out our podcast page at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Been doing lots of lots of gifts and memes and we're memeing it up. Yeah. Uh, you can follow our personals. I'm at Sparadactyl. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and Laura Lane on Twitter. Yep. And please like and subscribe to us on iTunes if you enjoy the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.